You are locked in and listening to Keep the Change Podcast, an audio deep dive into each of the Money Mail lessons. Thank you for being here. Week number two this week, taking a look. Budgeting is boring. Ain't that the truth? Try being an accountant. You hate it for yourself. Shit. Come do it for a living. You got it good. Just have to do it for yourself every now and then. Anyway, enough of the complaining. Is it boring? It's not too bad. Once you get the hang of it, it's actually not too bad. The problem is, a lot of us haven't been taught how to do it, right? So that's why in Money Mail 2, straight away, straight into a bit of budgeting. Because if we can get people to learn how to budget, then they can start to take control of their finances. And I'll tell you a story that I always see on the Keep the Change posts, ads, everything that's running out there for us. It says that most Kiwis live paycheck to paycheck. Now, most being the majority. That is straight facts. Same in America. Very, very common. And part of that is because people don't save first, so they save last, so they end up with no cash left. Now, people comment on this all the time, and they say, oh, budgeting won't help if you don't have any money left over. No shit. That's the whole thing. That's why you have to budget first and stick to the budget to then have something left over. And I see people just smashing the like, like, yeah, 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 this person's right, yeah, stuff you're budgeting. What are you talking about doing this budgeting? It's not going to work. I don't have any money to budget. That's not the right way to look at it. You know, even if we save a dollar, can we save a dollar? One week, just bang, build some confidence and then build off the back of that. But no, we want to jump to an excuse, don't we? Oh, what's the point of budgeting? I don't have any money. Not the right attitude. Now, I know that there'll be people that listen to this and they go, this guy's an asshole. He's probably going back to Money Mail 1. He's an asshole. He shouldn't talk like that. He doesn't know what it's like to not have any money. Well, yeah, I have gotten myself past those concerns now, but I've been there as well. And I've also been in debt that I've had to budget to get out of, where I've had to give myself no available money to try and pay down my debt to get out of those holes. And we'll talk about those uh, situations in Money Mail coming up. But, you know, you can't look for excuses when trying to manage the things that are bringing you pain. You have to deal with them. You have to find a different way. So when these people comment and say, well, budgeting won't help you if you have no money, that's people gravitating towards an excuse of why they're not going to try it and have a go at it. 50 cents, save 50 cents, save a dollar. Like just save something so you go through the process to learn. First thing you do when you get paid, bang, then I save a dollar of it into a separate account and then I'm going to learn where the rest of this money is going to go. So, I got started, didn't I? I got started. Let's look at Money Mail 2 and have a read. Sit down in front of me at the library team. Let's go. Money Mail 2. Budgeting is boring. 7 a.m. this morning consisted of two coffees, too many. Well, that's two coffees, too many. And time with a New Zealand rich lister. How good's that? Why? I can't remember half the shit that I've read in textbooks, but like I said last week, I'm a big fan of learning from people who have been there and done it before. They're just ordinary people like you and I. I got home and did a mind dump of lessons so I can revisit them in the future. How? Admittedly, I have a connection with this person, but I just sent them a message and asked, could I chew the fat? Easy. Don't overcomplicate things. Learn from people you know are smart. You know, the beauty is they even paid for the breakfast. I'm like, shit, I thought you were supposed to be an arsehole, mate. You're rich. You know, I got taught that rich people are greedy, but now you pay for my breakfast. What's going on here? Anyway, now here we are. 
Week two is probably the most homework you'll need to do. Apologies in advance, but unlike a a calculus class, you already have most of the answers. In this email, you will find a link. Do not approach this link in public. It is very practical and will require you to take it seriously. Now, I dare say that a whole heap of people that got this email, there was 394 of them, probably didn't even click on the link, but yeah, just wasting my time. Damn it. Um, I could even check it, actually. I could check the statistics. But anyway, good intentions. The link is in the folder. From within, keep the change content and has budgeting templates. A cash flow budgeting tool, which is cash in and cash out. A goal setting template you can review each month. Financial position. What? Relax, I'll teach you about that. A list of nearly every expense you can think of to get you thinking about what you might have missed in your budget and a YouTube instructional video so you've got no excuses as to how to use it. Yep, I know some of you have attention spans shorter than mine, pretty short, so I even made a video explaining how to use the tools. Now you may think these templates are too simple. Well, that is the entire point. If you're an Excel freak, then brag to your mates, not any of us. Don't tell me about it. Not interested. We're trying to keep it simple so there's less friction, less excuses why people can't do it. The point is to start. Start with these templates and make them your own to suit your situation, your situation and your brain. Or use a template that you already have. Now why do we want to do this? Part of the budgeting process is taking your money seriously. Now businesses that I work with are required to do this, but individuals don't often do it. You might have a better budgeting tool, but are you using it regularly to help plan your month and calculate your net worth? Now, your net worth is much more than just dollars in a bank account, but tell that to the bank when you go for a loan. They're going to want to know what assets you have and what liabilities you have. You'll find those on the financial position tab of the template provided. To give ourselves a chance of financial freedom in life, our budget should be mapping towards us increasing our net worth. That is, having more assets than our liabilities. Tracking this does something for your brain. It helps you recognize your progress regularly rather than just when the bank asks for your financial position statement. Now you can access the folder by clicking on the link. I mean, you're not going to be able to click on this podcast, are you? But if you need this, you need to go back and look at MoneyMail too. Keepthechange.co.nz. If you're not signed up, surely you are. Anyway, download the financial, financial position template in your preferred format. You can make a copy of it in Google Sheets and you can download an Excel, CSV, whatever tickles your fancy. Work through the instructions when you have a good 30 minutes to focus. Now here's the hack. Set a reminder in your phone to review this in line with the frequency of your pay cycle. So if you get paid fortnightly, set a calendar reminder for fortnightly, monthly, monthly. Now budgeting doesn't, or does suck a bit. Gee, I nearly said it doesn't. But it does. Okay, let's just agree it does. Budgeting does suck a bit, but so does being broke. Ain't that the truth? Tried both. Uh, did you know that if combined, New Zealand households spend more than what actually comes in? Sounds like a lack of budgeting, doesn't it? Household net worth goes backwards, and we are spending debt to cover the shortfall. Not good. Have a budget weekend, Luke. P.S. You are now one of 394 recipients. Feel free to forward this to a friend that you think it could help. Now's a good time to remind you that if you're listening, I would love it if you chucked it on Instagram, social media, somewhere, passed it on to a mate, took a screenshot, just help me spread the message so that other people can learn from this content if they're not reading, if they're not using these templates, or if they're not listening. Now, budgeting. Oh, my word. We do this with a lot 
of business owners, for clients, for next advisory, and you know they're trying to predict what money they've got coming in and going out of their business. Now, if you think about yourself as a business, it's a great way to level up your financial skills. If you start looking at yourself as, right, I'm a business, I've got my income, I've got my expenses, then I want to know what my profit is at the end of that, and what I'm going to do with that profit. Am I going to make some investments? Am I going to save it? Am I going to stack some cash so I can buy a house? Am I going to pay down some debt, which is going to bring my liabilities down? Like This is how accounting works, and this is the stuff that you probably haven't been taught unless you went and studied for eight years to be an accountant. <sighs> That's a long time, but it does take that long. Now, as we said at the start, most Kiwis live paycheck to paycheck, and they don't even get into a form of budgeting at some stage in their life. Imagine what our financial literacy rates would look like if people did take some more action in the space, A, either budgeting, or B, just looking at themselves as a business, having a calendar reminder at the end of every month to go, right, what did I do with my money? What am I going to do with my money next month? Did my net worth increase? Now, your net worth being your assets minus your liabilities. So your assets being your home, um, things that you own, your KiwiSaver, investments, your shares account, your Hatch account, all the things that uh, financial assets to you, and then minus your liabilities, so it might be your mortgage on your home, personal loan, uh, could be some cue card debt, could be gem visa, could be pay by lay by, whatever it is, those are your liabilities. Now your assets minus your uh, liabilities equal your net worth, which when you go for a loan for a home or anything, usually they'll want to uh, they'll want to know and want to see from you what is your net worth, what is your financial position, and you're sitting there going, "Gee, mate." I've got no idea what you're talking about. But if you're learning these types of things, you can get ahead of the curve. The bank says to you, what's your financial position? Bang, how do you like this? I've already got it. I do it every month. What do you think of this? They'll be like, holy shit, this person is prepared. What's going on here? Take as much as you want. Buy a bigger house. Who knows? But businesses do this process, and there's no reason that you can't do it as well. And even myself, now I do this at the end of every month. And it's a great way to come back to your financial situation and go, right, where am I at? Think, think ahead and think of the things you need to budget for. You start to really get in control of what your costs are and you can map out, okay, if I get paid $4,500 today but I've got to pay all this rent for these different weeks and, and this month there's an extra week because there's five rent payments going out um, and then there's all these other expenses that I'm paying for, what am I going to have left over? And you can start to see what is there. Now, a great way to start to build some investments and some cash and some savings is to pay yourself first as such. Now, we'll talk about that in business, because a business will usually soak up all of the money that it receives, and it's much like a human. So if you think about yourself as a human, I mean as a business, sorry, you've probably done the same in the past as well. So whatever you get paid, you usually soak it up. And that's why when people win lotto, often the money ends up going, or people inherit some money, three years later it's all gone, because we find a way to use all that money. So what we want to try and do is as soon as we get some income, bang, we shift off a percentage of that and save it, or invest it, or store it, and don't give ourselves that money to use to pay down all of our other expenses now back, to be fair to those people at the start, what they're saying is, I can't do that, I can't save any money because I don't have enough money. Now that's a vicious cycle to get into because I tried that, the more I got paid, the more I blew, the less, and then I still didn't save any, 
And I would be like, oh, I can't really save any money because I've spent it all. Well, again, no shit. Lift it, Luke. What are you doing? You just save it first and then spend from what you've got left over. So changing the way we look at it and having a budget and thinking monthly about what we've got coming up, what we need to pay for, what we've got coming in, and then we can start to plan off the back of that. So yes, it may be boring, but there's a high chance that you didn't learn to build a process around doing this. So if you can, take a half an hour and embed this process and get better at it and make it something that you're comfortable with because it will help improve your life and it will help you get on top of your finances again if you don't have that template. It's in money mail number two. If you still can't find it, I saw you searching in your inbox and you're like, shit, I didn't get that. Could be in spam. Who knows? Email us. We can send it to you. It's all good. Got a link for it. There's a couple of other templates in there as well. People that may have brought a rental property, for instance, you need to be tracking your income, your expenses. There's a spreadsheet for that. So happy to send that over. Just get in touch. Get it done. See you in week three.